0: Welcome, everybody, to this the inaugural episode of the Protective Insight Podcast, that's presented by ProCipher. My name is Ben Cardle, and I'm the Director of Behavioral Insights at ProCipher. This is my colleague Jim. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and the of
1: uh, Protective we- Services at ProCipher, and we're <laughs> going to try to bring something to you that's already starting off to be entertaining
0: exactly exactly and that's that's what i think goes over uh, and the reason why we we're, we're spending our time doing this is we have much more to say about the application of methods within the real world uh, as it said because real life ain't exactly how it sees uh, uh, ain't exactly how it appears on a youtube video or in a movie so we're here to uh, try and shed some light on arguably the uh, the, uh, the most important variable of interactions, no matter what field of work that you're in. Granted, there'll be a focus given our backgrounds in terms of the security world. But when you look at problems, concerns, issues, successes, failures, dangerous areas, boring areas, low, low foot-trafficked areas, it all has a one correlation of a human variable. And it seems to us, at least that there should be more attention paid towards the understanding of humans than pouring on the, the newest motor skill or the newest technique or the newest certificate or the newest lecture that you've attended, focusing on working with meeting your fellow man and understanding your fellow man in the myriad of different circumstances that we end up getting involved in, is often the sharper way, uh, uh, the sharper way of doing things, and that's one of the big things that we're looking to push forward with at ProCypher. We we have a, a laundry list of capabilities of things that we could push on anyone at any stage, but it's about a focus on what works, why it works, and why it works specifically for you because that's that's the tailor making parts of understanding a method you can all attend the same lecture but if me and you are sat, uh, sat in a lecture hall, I'm going to use whatever I've been taught in a very different way to how you've been taught, given that we come from different backgrounds, different experiences, different understandings of of uh, situations and, and the kind of fallout that happens as a result. And that's that's one of the things that we're pushing forward with uh, here at ProCypher. So we're bringing you these podcasts to try and shed light on topics that we feel need to be addressed, to shed light onto techniques that we feel need to be addressed, and also to bring you industry-leading insight from some of the people who are leading the charge in this way, in terms of rethinking how education within the specific security side of things should be done. Is that right, Jim?
1: 100% correct, Ben. i <laughs> I don't know if I can even add anything to that other than we, we plan on taking you on, on a journey throughout these different aspects because there's so many trends out there. So many people out there that are, you know, and, and by no means to like, we, we're gonna push what the status quo is per se, but we're gonna push it with realism. Things that are actually gonna benefit the person that is looking to learn and adapt and excel given their particular role in the industry. So many people, And I'm going to have to keep using this and keep referencing Mike Pannone on this after listening to the term called entertainment. And you'll probably hear this come up a lot throughout different episodes. We talk different people because that's what we're seeing more and more today. We're seeing people sell products, push products that look like training, you know, on the outside to the layman, the person that's inexperienced, unknowing. Um, what the the nuances are, some people new to their industries or specifics that don't know these particular things that just take it because it comes from this particular source. And then they eat up all that information and it's not relevant, they can't apply it, and they're just fed a bunch of nonsense. So our goal throughout these different episodes is we're going to be spotlighting various trusted partners um, that we have worked with that fall in different aspects from security driving to protective services security organizations to your tactical type training guys. Um, We're gonna be utilizing some different training videos that have been sent to us over time for evaluation to see what are the real world concepts going on here? Because a lot of stuff is posted on Instagram and social media with zero context other than this is happening and we see a bunch of chaotic stuff happening. But there's nothing for really people to go in. And then when people are being questioned about the training they're providing, they get real defensive, The action, which is all key signs of people not having the experience or the background or even understanding what you're teaching in order to teach it. So we want to, for lack of better terms, um, bring light to and expose that right. and then show you here are some good vetted, you know, organizations that provide good training that will help you and it's going to cover various industries we're going to be touching as ben said security aspects but what you'll be seeing and finding as part of our process and our experiment because we love everything human is that we're going to show throughout these different partner spotlights from different parts of the industry and around there's going to be some key components that are very similar when it comes to the human element within those parts such as mindsets. you know Situational awareness, understanding of self-awareness, and how that can compile between a driver behind a wheel, the guy on a team in an executive protection team, a uniform security guy, a guy doing training or teaching when it comes to self-defense, or just regular defense of our families and selves in a different role, entirety. Um, So with that i'll summarize it because i can talk on this forever as i know ben can well <laughs> we just want to bring something that's different and fresh that it's not just ben and i here looking at videos and looking at videos for 100 hours and then giving a breakdown because anybody can do that there really isn't any skill involved we want to moves, you know real world real time and show you from people that actually have gone out there. Ben actually goes out there in the public and shows you the techniques and things that he does and utilizes. I will show you techniques and stuff I've used in the interview room and stuff out there when it comes to surveillance and stuff. And we'll bring, we'll see what's trending, what's going on out there. And we'll debunk some of these common things and show you why certain things failed, why certain things succeeded. And we're gonna bring on people that are gonna have these discussions with us. And if you feel like you wanna come on and chat with us by all means Ben I'll have links on here we've got a list of trusted partners looking we'll with. if you feel you've got something that you'd like to bring to the foresight to discuss or talk about and have a and uh, you know an articulate educated discussion I'm not we're not looking for people to agree with us sure. we want to see and, and challenge that maybe your vision and maybe your opinion and training or technique is better maybe Ben and I haven't seen it yet but yeah. let's put it out there and put it to the test and then we'll take it out in the real world and see it we'll come back to you and tell you hey this is good training or it's not not so good training save your money and go over here to to a trusted source that's going to give you something that's going to give you the better return of investment a skill that you can utilize and readily apply to what it is that you're trying to do so that you're not sitting here spinning your tires in the mud and saying I spent thousands of dollars on this nonverbal behavior training but I haven't learned anything and you know don't allow these these snake oil salesmen to oh, take your hard-earned money away especially at times like today. Let us help you save that <laughs> and point you in the right direction and help you.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean that's 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 one of the thing one of the many things that kind of motivated us doing this is the acknowledgement of these these issues that are arising through multiple industries. There are just as many flash in the pan Uh, uh, kind of training solves for chefs as there are for foremen on a building site as there are for teachers in the uh, in you know in the classroom and this kind of thing and it it comes it it all comes back to the humans that are bringing this forward and one of one of those uh, one of those um, issues being that of entertainment and these these hundreds of thousands of uh, sometimes millions of dollars, if you're a, if you're a company, uh, are bringing in these these kinds of uh, non-verbal training. You look for these seven things to understand this. Spot these five things to understand this. And like we've, well, I, I've always said, I'm, I'm sure you've got your own coarse words about it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to put that in your mouth. Is is that if somebody's going to tell you? That if I observe something about a human being, therefore it means this. Humans have to function in the way that equations do, and people don't work that way. <laughs> people don't work that way, you know. Right. So if somebody's telling you, "I've I've seen this, therefore this," they're either delusional, dishonest, or both.
1: Hundred oh. percent. Because 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 again, it, it comes down to there, there's no context in it, right? You're, you're taking individuals which are all unique in their own matter and ways. Yeah. yes, you know, we may speak the same language, but you're in the UK, we, we have different ways of living. We were brought up differently. You know, there's different contexts and culturally and everything else involved in it. And what one word means to me is not gonna mean the same to you, Ben. You know, it and, say- it, and it's like certain hand gestures, certain things with hands are different in the Middle East than they are here in the United States. You know, real quick, I was talking to a guy the other day, I was up in, in DC working. he was telling me about he had made a travel and went over to uh, i think it was uh dubai and he went into the bathroom and he saw you know a urinal with water running in it and thought it was a urinal he's from the united states started urinating in it got arrested because he didn't realize because it was written in arabic didn't know the language didn't understand the culture that that was where they washed their feet and their hands for prayer yeah it was not a urinal it's a serious offense and blatant disrespect to the culture in the country and it was like awakening for him, like, whoa. So, you know, there's these nuances that people don't touch on, which is going to be interesting because the people we get to bring on here and speak to are going to be guys that have been working in Mexico, you know, traveling overseas, you know, in Europe, Asia, and around. And we're going to give it all these different things because you could take all this training dependent on where you are. But, you know, it's, it's all going to be different. You know, the buzzword of the day is baseline and, baseline is really <laughs> bs for the most part in the way a lot of way people teach it you know yeah. people have a certain level they work at sure but there, it, it's an ebb and flow it's never just a straight baseline you'll have multiple levels and things given on the level of stress the person is the yeah. context of the situation you know there's just so many things in there that you have to account for yeah. and you get all these people like you said well, they have A plus B equals C, and it's like, no, never, <laughs>
0: no, you know,
1: arms crossed, they're closed off. Actually, no, for that particular person, they're very comfortable. You know, the rest of everything oh, else, yeah. that's just how they are, and that's just as an individual. I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people who likes to sit there, and, and this is this is just comfortable for me and relaxing. It's like I'm I'm just as open and have a good conversation. with it What if yeah. I was sitting here, this or lean forward, you know? It's understanding that person and meeting them where they're at right (laughs) and it's and each person is unique just because i do it doesn't mean it's the same for ben or joe or whoever it's individual specific we can't just put everyone in a box put a bow on it and say here you go and then sorry again to to sum up what you're saying these companies pay millions of dollars for a lot of this stuff that isn't backed by anything people claim it's results driven what results by do and what results you're getting i would like to challenge that but then secondly Okay, well, you've accounted for that, but it doesn't give you anything, just like the Paul Ekman model with the TSA has yeah. yet to, to net any any type of seizures or anything for Department of Homeland Security. Nothing's ever come about it other than the federal government and the U.S. spending tons of money <laughs>
0: for
1: this system on micro expressions that hasn't done anything that it said it was going to do. I mean, they could throw money elsewhere to better projects, uh, but they keep shelling money into this. So then it's like, I would challenge you on that because percent. over 90, it's like over 93% of like business losses is due to humans, Yeah, but yet no one is it's doing 94. anything, right? We spend no, more no. money in the cyber. Let's build another firewall. Well, firewall okay. don't mean nothing. If I have access to the guy that has a password to the computer using old school tradecraft, which, you know, which I have found, there's like, there's this neat technology out there. There's this thing called the flipper zero that we can use for penetration testing. Yeah. And this thing is, like, unique. It can scan an ID card and a door and unlock all this different stuff for you. And then what I found the easiest way to defeat that thing is just to put an old-fashioned deadbolt on the door. (laughs) Right? They can't unlock it, right? Because it's old devil. It's like people forget, like, some of the old-school methods, like not having computers in your car or certain things there that can be accessed by tech, those old-school things work. Which brings me to like, yeah, you have all this fancy stuff in cyber, but you know what'll trump that all day long is understanding it's, of the human tradecraft and access to humans because everything is run by a human.
0: Yeah, you know, 20, and it's 20%, like, hey,
1: let's just not, you know, but we'll we'll just negate that and spend another millions of dollars on this firewall, but yet we don't know why we lost a billion dollars in our IP still.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and it's, it's astonishing. It's it's crackers. Like I I I think of it in terms of uh, a, a mobile phone. Like with, with, you know, whether it's protected by my face or a code. On my phone is my personal details, is my banking, is my messages, work messages, family messages, photos, addresses, phone numbers, everything. If somebody took an indirect focus on learning how I might have chosen my code, mm -hmm. keys to the kingdom right there keys to the kingdom and it's 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 a forgotten concept where the people really are the passwords in in, that, in in that particular situation there was um if i might take it right the way back to the ancient greeks <laughs> uh, uh, it's just popped into my head sorry i'm not, i'm going to get up on my, uh, my my kind of nerdy nerdy level uh, 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 soapbox is uh, socrates uh, socrates when talking about the power of memory Hated that uh, humans writ, 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 wrote things down. He said to write something down was to imbue you with the nature of forgetting, and that mm-hmm. seems to be the the way that we're going with with security protocols. So it's okay. I can develop a firewall. I can a, AI is now being pushed towards certain deception methods, and you're thinking if you if you just spent a little bit longer looking at helping a human being granted it is a huge cognitive load to bear to deal with all of that information and sift through all of the behavioral stuff fine but if you put a little bit more effort into researching that into understanding the way that people interact (laughs) it's it's going to be it's going to be much safer and much more developmentally direct as a result yeah because people are
1: going to tell you what they need they're going (laughs) to show you you know, if you, if you got your eyes open, you know, your ears open, you know, two eyes, two ears, one mouth, right? Like, we should be doing twice as much observing, twice as much listening as we do talking. Absolutely. You know, and so many people like forget those things. Like, people will tell you and show you what they need. And that's how you keep a happy employee, too, right? Pay attention to those things. Those are elements of good leadership, you know, and you don't see that like, just pay attention. Everyone's got different motivators, right? We'll get into the hierarchy of needs. Everyone is going to be at a different level. Some need that safety and security of the paycheck. Some want to be seen and recognized at a certain level, you know, and be seen as intelligent within there with amongst your peers. So you give them those tools and feed those needs. You have happy employees. Happy employees aren't going to sell your information. You know, it's neglect them and you turn your head. It's like even a lot of these different things going on today. If you go back, even if you get into our, so our touch about some of the active shooter type events, there's yeah. always signs. It's never one event that triggers these things. If you go back and look, there was one in Virginia a few years back. And, you know, it came out to the gentleman was turned down for a promotion, told his wife that he had gotten the promotion. Mm-hmm. He was a gambler. The wife had spent a lot of money on different things. And it just put him in a financial. And it all added up to him going into work on a Friday and this is what I never understood is he wrote an email on a Friday morning saying he was leaving. And this was a long tenured employee. Nobody from HR saw him out. Nobody wanted to talk to him. No one touched to him. He went home for lunch after writing the email that he was quitting that day, which you think would prompt some kind of interaction. Yeah, yeah. Goes home for lunch, comes back after lunch, accesses the building with his access code, goes right into the office of the supervisor that turned him down for a promotion. That was the first person he shot and killed amongst other people in there. And then when they went back and were interviewing co-workers, there was all signs there leading up to how he was a guy that would talk about sports, particular things, and events, all of a sudden wasn't talking to anybody about anything. Sit at his computer, close off. I mean, these are all little changes that if you're being observant, paying attention, looking around what's around you, you can feel and see. And a lot of times, the prevention aspect of this is something as simple as saying, hey, Joe, you haven't talked about, you know, xyz yeah. football club in the last couple weeks man they've been on a hot streak man i think you know yeah. i thought you'd be excited absolutely you want know, to be like wow okay one you remembered his football team you wouldn't acknowledge him you saw him now you're, you're waiting to hear him that could be enough that brings somebody back and changes yeah. and alters a potential event because now someone's actually seen them heard yeah. them because that's the same thing with thieves right You can go in there and if you scan a good place, you go into a Starbucks and you pick out that person that has got the anomaly type behavior and you make eye contact with a lot of these guys and they know that they've been seen because a criminal, that's the way they they work, right? Pickpockets, they don't wanna be seen. But you make eye contact with them, you deter them from committing that act. They go somewhere else. Yeah. You know, so how hard is it for us to stop for a minute, pause, make it about other people, which is what we should be doing all the time anyway. And just make a simple comment Thing or suggestion that can 100%. just alter and change an outcome of an event.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent. You find that with a lot of uh, situations that require de-escalation methods. It's usually, usually, two focal focal people that have tried to meet each other. I've said something now. I've said something worse now. I'm getting a bit aggressive now. I'm getting more aggressive. You know the the, the, the challenge of the masculine this way round. Whereas if one of them. Just stop for a minute to, to, to not focus on that and focus on why he wants to escalate this or, uh, you know, apply the direction of your observation to removing his want to be physical, addressing that, yeah. you know, to certain concerns. The situation goes away easier. By no means easy, but it goes away easier in, yeah. in, in that way. You know, people are the creators... Of everything that exists today, pretty much, Well, one hundred percent. Because what what you project, you receive.
1: And, and in those situations that you just explained, you know that that's that to me is part parts of ego. And yeah. I've always I've always expressed ego as an emotion. Yeah. And the way I look at it is that people are emotional; they're irrational. So yes. nothing good is ever going to happen. It's like two rams in their heads. So at some point, you need to realize that the more aware you are. Of yourself and the situation and you see that beginning to happen that's when you got to stop lower your tone don't get argumentative. understand it's not about you this person I'm about it and then it. because if you can create get your logical brain going and yeah. then slow that down guess what with time the other person goes from being irrational to rational their logical brains going and guess what now we can resolve now we've de-escalated you know, it, it shouldn't be a battle of one-upsmanship. It's it's no. never about that. It's like, eh, stop. You sure already know that yeah. someone's having a crappy day. It's not about us. I just no. happened to run into you at the the wrong place at the wrong time of day. They've had X, Z events. Like we said, it's never a singular event that's going to get someone there. You know, maybe the kids woke up late and they – Got them to school late, and then yep. this happened, or the boss called and need you there early for a meeting, and there's like all these different little stressors and things that trigger them throughout. And you just happen to be the guy that gets in front of them at the gas pump, you know. And for unknown reasons, but known to you at the time, this is what happened transpired. And you're, you know, really? it's not about me. Why am I going to get to a fight that leads no, to I'm something escalated where to. someone can get hurt or loss of life? Step back pick and choose yeah. the battles, you know, and just know that not everything is about you and it doesn't concern you have the understanding, uh, you know, about it. There was another thing it was Mike Pino again, I can't wait to get him. We're going to get him on here and chat with him, but he talks about this guy was a, you know, Marine reconnaissance guy. He was a Delta operator, and everything else. And one thing he talks about in classes is, is when he got out and transitioned to the world was knowing when to surrender. Doesn't mean the guy doesn't know how to fight and gunfight. He He's been there, there. battle tested. You know, he's mm-hmm. been blown up. The guy's got a, a, a heck of a story. But someone with all that skill and understanding and knowledge and experience, when he's been exposed to, since know when to surrender, yeah. know when to go, hey, you know, walk away. I don't need to be in this fight. This is an unnecessary fight. Why? I got a family to go home to. I've yeah. got a wife. I've got a kid. Is it really worth me escalating, especially here in the States, because you don't know who's carrying what type of weapon, what type of drug they may be on? You know, yeah. just how close are they to that edge where they're going to the push that button? And why do you, yeah, yeah. And why do you want to be in that? You know, all of a sudden go from having a good day to a fight it's of your life, life to where you may not survive awesome. that? Over mm. over what? I'd rather just buy you a, a dollar cup of coffee and yeah. say, hey man, I'm sorry you're having a crappy day. I hope this makes you feel better. Yeah. You know, and go on about my business. You know, you don't you don't have to do that all the time and that seems to be a lot of people when they watch to going back to the beginning what we're talking about here yeah people yeah. get on social media and watch all this training and they get all this we need to be aggressive we need to fight 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 and it's like oh no, man it's good to have those skills I mean what was the old quote um it is better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war I like you know? that I like that. So you know, so have the skills but be peaceful humble notice be out there know, the, know that you have the skills and when it's time to unleash those skills, you do so. Absolutely. But you don't want to not have any of those skills and find yourself in a situation where it's coming when you've escalated, you don't know what you're, you know, escalating against. <laughs> and you know, here you go. And now yeah. someone's got to explain to your family why you just couldn't walk away. And yeah, you're no longer here. Or maybe you're, you know, bedridden or in a wheelchair, your, you know, quality of life is not just disintegrating before your eyes. for
0: for no reason if we had the capacity to just stop them in the moment to freeze time almost and say what are you going to get out of this what's the positive outcome here when when they struggle to kind of verbalize what that would be just (laughs) ego is not always going to really be your friend in that scenario and that's going to be something that we'll get into we'll we'll get
1: into harnessing the the healthy ego right and just understanding that and that like you said that's fun for us to get down the road yes it's
0: it's Absolutely. all about it
1: it's, it's understanding Absolutely. but it all comes to to ourselves right understanding who we are yeah self-awareness and once we have a good understanding of ourselves our story what our strengths weaknesses all those different things we develop and have a good development understanding of who we are individually then that allows us to be situationally aware and helps us even be better people to help yeah. others but until we do that work a lot of us are fractionalized you know we've had 100%. different traumas different events and things there and we try to mask them which is why we get into these talks about masks but i found that if you go in to those spots of you know you get into young's you know shadow you know, yeah I, I like to bring that up and you know you go in and you yeah. face that shadow face those parts and say hey you know we're not scared of this and we address those parts the the masks are irrelevant because now that you've done the internal work there's no need for you to be anything but your authentic self and I think the sooner people can get that understand it, but people put the mask on because nobody wants to do that hard internal work because it sucks, exactly. man. Exactly. Well, you find yourself Write in a lonely it down in do it for me. But you know, but to do that yeah. internal work and get there, one, you come out so much better on the other side and you find yourself living just to me a better, more fulfilled life out of it. I but you so. don't have to worry about, you know, well, I gotta be now, be it's you, sweet. man. It, and you know you learn that everybody is not your cup of tea. People are gonna like you. And some people aren't going to like it. That's life. That's okay. I don't need everyone to like me. You know? I'm sure we're going to have a lot of viewers that will probably love this podcast. We'll probably get some comments here and there because of the different things we get into, little controversial. I know we're going to probably generate some people that are like, hey, but by all means, challenge. That's your right, your opinion. We don't all have to all agree. But you know what? We'll at least be able to back our stuff up with proven concepts, science, everything behind it. And exactly. go from there. And then you go on your way, and we're going to keep doing our thing, and we're going to just enjoy life the best exactly. way we can.
0: Exactly. Just because we challenge you doesn't mean we don't like you. <laughs> 100%. Well, if you're right.
1: challenging you, right, then then how, how am I going to get you to grow, right? How am I going to grow, Ben, if you don't challenge me outside the box? You know, your memory sources and stuff like that challenge the heck out of me because I'm <laughs> one of the ones You know? The sun list is basic for a lot of people. The sun list kicked my butt when it came to a <laughs> just because it's not something I'm used to, but I challenged and did it. Yeah. We created a nice little we 30 behavior it. memory course out of it. You know, so <laughs> you know, you got to get out the comfort zone. Nothing ever good happens being complacent it, and comfortable. And that's what we want to do is challenge it and get you challenging these things. Challenge what you see exactly. on social media. We'll give you some key questions to ask yourself as you're doing it and go and, and start processing people through a different lens and perspective. Yeah. And if it meets what you're looking for, great, keep doing it. If it doesn't, then know and make those adjustments to make sure you're getting the most value and growth opportunity you can out of those things that you're going to
0: suck in and take in. Hundred percent. So the first challenge you're all going to face is how much time you're going to dedicate to listening to this podcast and and the lessons that uh, we're going to attempt to uh, provide and some of the interesting conversations that we're going to bring to you from some of our trusted partners around the world, uh, uh, to, so that, that they can share their wisdom with you and share their stories and share their journeys with you. And uh, so, uh, so I think if we were going to leave you on any salient point for this for this first episode, it would be that. It's not about you. And that, that would be my my kind of uh, salient point for you. Do you agree? Disagree, Jim? 100% agree. Love it. So with that in mind, folks, we will we will see you next time. Thank you very much for stopping by and tuning in and commenting and getting involved. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast when and where you can. It really does help. And it is free, after all. So much in this world isn't anymore. And so you'd be really helping us out if you chose to follow this journey along. Thank you very much for your interest, and uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Take care. Take care. Thank you, everybody.